Mic test, one, two. Bringing you a podcast from the SJCS Student Council. Be all ears as we, Judenites, are going on air. Once a Judenite, always a Judenite. Relive your memories here with Judenites on air. I'm Miguel Dimeisip. And I'm Paris D. I'm Jude Aliaga. And today our topic is going to be all about J-Month. What do you guys think about J-Month, first and foremost? Uh, so, being a Judenite, for me, it's been a really uh, culturally rich environment. The fact that we have J-Month just adds to that. Because J-Month, it's, it celebrates everything that's great about being a Judenite. Even just the small things that we do, uh, like hanging out after school, uh, like the lunch breaks, and having the Chinese tests in the cafeteria. So I'm really lucky to be in a school where the where the culture is like so rich and so diverse. So I'm just glad that we have J-Month. So what about you guys? Well, I agree with Miguel. Definitely the culture in St. Jude is very rich. And the things that we do and little trinkets that just scream St. Jude, it's just highlighted in bold capital letters. And anyone who hears something about the Chinese test being done in a cafeteria, instantly St. Jude comes to mind. We all have these little very unique experiences that only we as Judenites truly share. And that, I think, in itself, is a, it's a very memorable part of our childhood. Which is nice because it establishes a sense of community with among us, and yeah. that's why we celebrate and, events like J Month. You know, yeah, I agree. yeah. I also really like when you know students like show their talents. You know, I like J Month specifically because it kind of shows off all the other parts which aren't really seen. You know, the parts which aren't just like bring, 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 memorize, memorize, memorize. I like it because it reveals a side of Judaites that we don't often share to many other people. Yeah, yeah, breaking yeah, the stereotype. Well, as smart as many Judenites are, we have a very diverse and rich culture, like Miguel said. Many of us are talented in things like writing and dancing and speaking. And J-Month and all of these student council activities bring to light all of these hidden and now unhidden talents. Yeah, so uh, we talked about how there were hidden talents and um, just us celebrating what do you think are your favorite events when we had face-to-face class? I don't think our batch is the most lucky in this department. I think you guys could agree with me. We missed our batch play yeah. and all that. Yeah. But we did have a pretty good class play when we were in grade 8. Uh, that was a really mm-hmm. fun experience. How about you? Grade, seven, grade 7 too, right? Ah, yeah. Oh yeah, grade 7. Ibang Adorna. I miss those times when you get to see... You really like uh, forgo these moments when you're face-to-face. But you really miss these moments when you actually get to talk to many of your classmates in projects like as you said the Ivonga Darna play that was great I got to meet a lot of people you know I got to communicate with people I normally would never speak to you know I closed in my shell but yeah I I miss those specific events where you get to coordinate with many other students uh, for me it's not every year but then it's every other year it's school fair school fair is so fun but then we've only had it once our whole um, like high school life the last time we had school fair, it was it had a variety show. Moira, Moira came, and then there were just so much, so much things going on. It's just like a really fun time. It's like, and then when you see the school, it's so different from what you would be like seeing it as. Like if you see the school fair, it's just so lively. 
So for me, it's school fair and of course like sports fest and then the usual um like the usual celebrations we have for like Chinese New Year. What about you guys? I definitely agree. Variety show was totally it was totally awesome. I mean, we had the yeah. whole ramp, we had the whole setup. It almost felt like we were in the behind the scenes of an ABS CBN crew show. It was yeah. so professionally done. That, it was catering one, and everything. We had one on grade nine, right? When we were in grade nine, which was a year, I guess two years ago. Yeah, when, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure you guys were performing there, right? Yeah, I think it was the grade nine variety show. That was like around the last time I got to see you guys because after uh, yeah, that was yeah, pandemic. Sure. Yeah. So those are like the last um like the last times that we had like a really big celebration. And I guess like Chinese New Year. Because I really miss when people would just bring like potluck when the teacher would plan like who's gonna bring what and like it's just oh, so yeah. chaotic. Oh, that's then, so fun. Yeah. <laughs> I remember how people, especially our batch when we were a lot younger, we would try to steal ice cream from another section or get the hot. And you would see there are lots of kids from another class who are all lining up outside the classroom. Yeah. Like these little memories. I yeah. remember that. I also remember the times when we had our iPads and then during Chinese New Year, like play all the everywhere. You just see a bunch of people, like myself included. I hung out with a lot of my friends and we started playing like there was no tomorrow. It was great. Yeah, well, for me, I I look, I look forward to the food and just the food. Food's the best part of like any celebration that we have in Saint Jude. Uh, oh, and dice game, dice game too. Dice, I really miss having dice game. Like, I mean, if you have it with your families, but then it's like different when it is in school. Yeah, speaking of all of these events, you know, I I think Saint Jude does great in academics. I mean, we're pretty famous for a lot of math and science competitions, but like we mentioned earlier, lots of kids also engage in extracurricular activities that really make the school a lot livelier. Events like sports fest, the Mister and Miss Sports Fest, Miguel joined, I remember, and <laughs> like these things, you know. Um, so Miguel, since you did join Mister and Miss, how would how did you manage the extracurricular activities alongside your academics? Um, well, for me, for like handling handling extracurriculars with the academics, I think the best part of it is to, I mean, like what you really have to do is to not stress yourself with the extracurriculars, because if you get stressed with the extracurriculars, like it's gonna affect your mind, like when you go back to your like academic mode. So I I think like the best part is just enjoy it. Like that's what you should just do. But then I'm not the only one who's participated in competitions. Like both of you guys have. Jude has participated in spoken word and like that those kinds of competitions. And Alexandra, of course, for her singing in JGT. So what would you guys say? Say was like memorable stuff or like something that you would be able to share with the people listening. Okay. Um. So for me, well, my experience was online, and I can't say much, but. It was it was fun definitely like the production and everything but I guess it didn't feel it didn't feel as Saint Jude as my other yeah, extracurriculars yeah, true, true. when I did have face to face. I feel like, that. Yeah, for example, I I joined some um, contests back then with some of my friends in school and some teachers that would accompany us to the contest. Those are really fun experiences, especially when you go to other schools like. We would sometimes go to a uh, Liberty Hall. We would go to um Changkai or Grace, and it's just it's just really fun because you get to see that there are so many other field high schools out there, and then you guys are like one small Saint Jude community, and suddenly we feel 
you feel like such a Judenite, you know? It's such, yeah. such a hard feeling to describe. Yeah, yeah. As for me, in terms of programs and events, uh, most of the programs and events that I've taken are actually during the pandemic. You know, I, I tell myself that I should do something worthwhile instead of lie down all day. So in terms of managing, perhaps I just like focus on what's the most immediate threat and don't stress out. There's just so much to do in life and you're always thinking about this and that and it's going to weigh down on you real hard. Yeah, balance is key. Balance is definitely key. And so you guys talked about how much we participated in those events. and But then those aren't the only things we we got to experience as Judy Nights, right? We experienced so much more things. What else do you guys enjoy apart from the activities and the events? As crazy as this is, probably when people go crazy in class over a joke. I mean, I know sometimes it gets annoying. When you're there, you're going to think, oh my gosh, our class so rowdy. But looking back, you know, it's something really nostalgic. It's yeah. what I really remember from school. The jokes mm-hmm. that the boys and girls make in class, they really stick. And sometimes, like when I'm just rethinking uh, memories I had in school, I would think about all of the jokes and the laughs that we all shared as a class. Mm, yeah. Well, I wouldn't know what I would do if I did make a good joke in class. But then I agree. That is like one of the best parts in class, especially if someone makes a really good joke. It's just You just have so much fun with it. So those are like the small things. But then I also enjoy um, I also enjoy going to the auditorium. Like no matter what you do in the auditorium, like as long as we're there, it's, I'm, I'm fine with it. I'd rather be in the auditorium like, than anywhere else in the, in the school. As for me personally, I completely agree with Paris when she said, "Oh, I remember all the jokes." Yeah, that was there. I'm sure the three of us, right, in our heads, we could think about the certain select few people who kept coming at it with those jokes. You uh, in the crowd, good. you. Thanks, all... thanks for not mentioning my name, dude. No problem. You know, it's oh. all good. You don't have to say my name. Sitting among us today. <laughs> <laughs> But you in the crowd, I'm sure all of you could think of at least one person who's like that, who keeps throwing jokes again and again. One of those memorable people. Oh, I have I have quite a few, and I'm gonna remember their names till the day I die. I... That's true, especially when they when the teachers start hopping into the joke along with the students. That's yeah, when you go to the class. It's really yeah, fun. That, yeah, that's how you, that's how you know it's like a really good time when the teachers are like joining into the jokes. So out of all of these things that we talked about, all of the little memories and looking back to uh, all of our face-to-face days, what would you say is the most enjoyable part of being a Judenite? Personally, it was the Judenites themselves because nothing matches to how the people in the community are. There are so many people that I really will miss and I'm really going to miss Almost all of them. Uh, perhaps the best part is really, there are a lot of nice people here. There are a lot of funny people here. It's such a diverse community. You get a lot of voices in your head and in real life. There are a lot of lovely faces you meet and you never see again. And I think that really is the thing that I enjoy the most. Just watch, even if I'm not part of the interaction itself, just watching these folks interact is a movie in and of itself. I remember during recess when all of my other friends were busy, I'd just sit there and watch the guys go at it and just like, you know, 
they're making jokes on each other, pushing each other around, playing iPad. It was the it's sometimes really the highlight of my day, just watching like spectator mode. Especially the rough housing part. Yeah. Um, that's definitely something I used to be so irritated by. But now looking back, it's one of the things that made grade nine grade nine and made our class what it is. So I agree with you, Jude. Definitely. It's the student body. If it wasn't for the students, we wouldn't have these awesome activities. As the years pass, St. Jude continues to be a lot more progressive and we get a lot more diversity in terms of the activities and the events that are being held. And truly, that is all possible because of the student body and, of course, the Student Council Committee. And I think definitely uh, bonding with people over activities and projects, that's what I enjoy most, honestly, about being a Judenite. Hanging out with friends and meeting new people who I wasn't close to before over a project and learning from them as they learn from me. Those are probably the highlights as those extracurricular activities shape the experiences we have in high school. It's what makes St. Jude St. Jude, the extracurriculars that we had. It, it, it brings out like the best in us. But then I'm going to go back to the, the thing that we enjoy the most about being a Jude tonight. I think it's really underrated and no one ever talks about it. I thought, but then it's so crazy how like, like the, the place where St. Jude is, it's like such a perfect place. It's so underrated because St. Jude, it's so close to like SM Manila. If you're like trying to go to the mall after school, me and my friends used to go to SM Manila after, after classes and like take the Jeep to go there. But then if we're not trying to like, take along like you know like go somewhere else that's like far like there's so many places to go to near school like we have Haiti we have mini stop and then like Mokda in Manjola there's just so much places to go to and then yeah mostly it's just just the places you would be able to hang out with like with your friends or like with anyone so I think I really enjoyed that about being a juvenile I'm really gonna miss it yeah, and if I would just like to add, aside from bonding over projects, I know that's another really common thing that many Judenites do, is bonding over stress in Chinese. You know, oh, yeah. yeah. That's complete unity. Like, yeah. Before, everyone is just, like, just all as one. Right? We're all, even the Chinese teachers sometimes, they, like, blend with our sorrow, especially if it's just the day, the day of the Chinese and everyone's like holding yeah. their PT and walking and down like the before, stairs. It's like uh, it's like the break before, right? It's like lunch break yeah. or like recess before it. So it's really hectic. I know. And then everyone's going to go down with their books. I, I remember very vividly many of my friends dragging their feet. It really was doomsday for the average dude tonight, wasn't it? It's humorous to think about it now. It's only humorous because it's days past. But if I was to travel back to the time that I was taking the Chinese test, I would not be laughing. But now oh, it's all totally. behind me. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. Yeah. <laughs> it's not just that. It's like everything leading up to that too. Like everything leading up to the test. And then there's just so much things going on at the same time. But then it's part of it. It's part of, it's part of school. It's part of growing up. And it's just I'm glad. I'm glad that I was able to experience that in a place like St. Jude. Definitely. Yeah, it's all of the cries and the laughs that we shared with our class as well as our teachers that really shaped the way Judenites came to be. Everyone knows St. Jude for a really difficult math in Chinese. Yeah, and absolutely. as 
as jaw-dropping and oh wow so smart as it is on the outside on the inside we're all just crying and coupling together yeah <laughs> and i think it forms but i think i think like what comes after is the biggest sigh of relief after oh, you're done with yeah. the test you're just oh yes oh wow everything is just gone it's all just like you you, you let go of everything Wait, what? Oh, <laughs> oh no, not like that. I mean, like the stress is gone. Not like <laughs> rip Miguel. <laughs> yeah, the the stress. It's not completely gone, but I feel like Chinese is that huge thorn in your heart that once you finish, it's just like, wow, a breath of relief, and it feels great. Yeah. But then again, you remember you also have a math test and you also have a yeah. science test. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I don't know if this is still going on, but then I remember before, like there were legit times where it would be hell week. It would just like, like I, I'm pretty sure people are. I'm pretty sure people are familiar with the term hell week. Every single day there are like multiple tests, so that's like five days straight. That is so, and then there would be like a Chinese quiz at the end or something. But then it's just like that whole. That whole week is so tiring, but then after it's just like so therapeutic when you're just done with it. It's just like you just feel so relieved, you know. Oh, I think um, definitely I as an it, IB yeah. student, I should say Hell Week is every week. A friend told me about this, and he said he was, he was really bad. Like, I'm over here in Humes. Almost every every Humes activity, <laughs> uh, yeah. Miguel, a lot of it's subjective. A lot of it's like yeah, your own opinion. It's and really then you fun. stare at these people who are just suffering. And it's like, ah, I made yeah, the right the stem, the stem and the IV people. They're just, I don't. Know, they always seem so like they always seem like they're doing like so much stuff. Like we do stuff, like we yeah. do stuff, but then not to the same extent as they do. It's kind of crazy. But then, either way, it's still fun. I'm pretty sure for everyone. Say it's fulfilling. It's because like you really grind yourself. And if I were to say one of the reasons why I'm still surviving and still here doing this podcast today is because of the training that those hell weeks Miguel previously mentioned prepped me for. It makes us stronger, and this is why I am still here having this podcast with you guys. I'm still alive after and we're all glad. Of that and we're glad. Props yes. to you, Paris. Props to you. Yeah. So, other than hell week. What other things do you think about being a Judenite helped you become who you are today? Now, personally, I really think it is the diversity that helped me personally. You know, we got a lot of um, Filipinos who are just pure Filipino in my family. You, you know, the stereotypes. You hear all this kind of stuff. And I think that being a Judenite helped me appreciate foreign people, foreign languages, foreign etc etc it made me see the world as something different i guarantee you i'll be a very different person if i was let's say in uh just not a chinese Filipino school you know what i mean i i am who i am today my personality is what it is today because of the people i've met in this school how about you guys what do you guys think what helped you oh, most? well yeah me too i'm i'm really sure i'm the last person that would say that i'm doing great academically but then i feel like just that, like barely getting. No, I'm not, not, not barely. But then, like when you get after, when you get past the struggles that you go through, you feel like you feel like you've you've learned a lot from it. You feel like you feel like you know more, and then there's just so much more things that you think you can do. So, but then I think for me, it's interacting with people. I think that's helped me a lot in becoming who I am. I think learning how to talk to people, learning how to how to express my feelings is like the biggest thing that I I learned, I guess, which helped me like become the person I am today. And because in St. Jude, Jude is right, like 
uh, you know you know you meet so much people because I'm just half Chinese and half Filipino so like I am not like fully Chinese I'm not fully Filipino either but then you know I'm I have experienced like both and I can try to you know I can feel for like either culture right so I think that's like the the biggest thing for me that I've like learned from being a juvenile Well, apart from the cultural aspect, I'd say what really shaped me as a person from being a Judenite would be the ability to manage a lot of stress and a lot of activities. Like I said, St. Jude is all the way up in math, science, ACADs, but likewise, extracurricular activities are equally as heavy. And that is a lesson I really, really had to learn in IB because in IB, we have this thing called CAS. Oh gosh, I sound obsessed, but it's it's really heavy because it's a load of extracurricular activities that you have to check off. So essentially, uh, learning how to balance academics as well as extracurricular activities ever since we are in junior high, leading up to senior high, it really helps. And I'm sure that by the time I get to college, I would be much better at it since St. Jude has already trained me for it since I was quite young. Like, they would send lots of kids to competitions. They would send us to hold this event, hold this org, manage this, manage that. And I guess even the plays that we have, that's another managerial skill, and another another way that we are taught how to balance extracurricular and academics. And that's something I'm really going to carry with me, even beyond graduation in real life itself. It's all about balance and time management. And that's something that is so heavily infused in many Judenites. So, guys, we've been talking all about what we enjoy and, you know, what makes us the greatest person we could be as being a Judenite. But you know one thing about the Judenites? The best part. Judenites Month! That's right, everybody. This is the commercial section of the podcast. I bet you weren't expecting it. So, we're going to be having the fourth week of J-Month, Barcada Week, which includes a lot of different activities you should anticipate. Like, you know, the Judenite rendition of Harper's Bazaar Portrait Mode, and fun interactive Instagram stories. And don't forget, for all the TikTokers out there, listen up. Because you can join Nook Phone Secret. It's a TikTok challenge with prizes like... 1,500 pesos in Gcash, a tripod, and a ring light for your future TikTok videos. So for anyone who wants to join, just join Nook Phone Secret. It's crazy to think that there are so many new talents emerging in the 21st century and so many new ways to channel those talents. TikTok being one of them, you know, that really just rose to popularity recently. And we can really see a lot of different, a variation of talents going from singing, dancing, acting, and so many more. Some people even write songs in TikTok and it's astonishing to say the least. And speaking of which, talents and all of the ways that we can show off our talents. Judenites, St. Jude, we got a good amount of students that are really, really talented. So what can you guys say to those Judenites who are shy to share their talents? All right. I'm going to start this one off big. If you got a talent out there, 
and you ain't showing it. You might as well not have that talent to begin with. This is the perfect opportunity. You in a high school is the glory of your life. And you're not going to know that until high school is over. You got to show your talent off to the world now. I was one of you guys, all right? I was one guy who was always super afraid. But there were a bunch of people in my life, a specific few people, who I hold very important to me, who opened up my shell, you know? They got me exposed to a lot of different things. Speeches, singing, acting. I never knew I had these talents. And it was great. You guys should really try it. If you do know that you have a talent, then go for it. If you don't, well, maybe you do, and you just don't know. Great wording there, Jude. I don't know how I could follow that up, but that's really, really great stuff right there. Um, I would say, as someone with not that much talent, unlike you guys, if I did have as much, I think what you have to do is to just do it. You don't, you don't even think about it. Like as long as you have the things you need for it. You just have to do it. You might you might overthink, and then overthinking would like really kill you. And like I would say, maybe don't try to um, compare yourself to like the progress of others. But there's this quote that goes: "Comparison is the thief of joy," and I completely stand by it. Because if you try to compare yourself to anyone or anything, you'd never you'd never be content with what you have, or like be content with what you're like working for. So I think like. It's something that you should like keep in mind is to just always like stay true to yourself. So and just like just do it. Just do it. Yeah, definitely. Just do it. Nike. I mean, back then when I was younger, I'm just like Jude. I used to be really shy and I really would not want to participate in events. Like I know JGD has been going on since way before I joined. And I like this thing ever since I was really young, but I was just always really shy. And, you know, not that I compared myself, but more of I was worried about how other people would think if I would join and perhaps I'm not as talented as I think, you know, self-doubt, thoughts like that. And now that I'm older and now that I've already gone through that tide, I could say with confidence that it's not really about how good you think other people think you are but it's about how good you think that you are because if you think that you're great like you kill it and you sing or you dance you act you speak or anything with confidence it just shows through and I think that is a talent in itself I mean Miguel you say that you have little talent but I would definitely disagree with that you have a way of captivating people and you're very confident and you can bring an audience in and that alone that in itself is a talent so self-doubt comparison all that it's something that you should totally set aside because it just hinders that innate talent that each one of us naturally really has yeah thank you Paris but then I think another another thing to keep in mind for um for people like going through that is I think you're not trying to please anyone but yourself. At the end of the day you're you're making yourself happy and then you have to do whatever it takes to get to your goal or make yourself happy. So if there are like naysayers or people like trying to stop you, just don't let them get to you. Just always stay in your zone. So 
Yeah. That's true. And even and, if yeah. you're not the best at what you're doing at the moment, you should never let that stop you because yeah. we're never perfect. The, the, we're never perfect the moment we were born. Everything is a building process. And most of the yeah. time when I make mistakes, I just like to charge it to experience. So yeah. easy to say. And I mean, it's a good, it's a good mentality to have. We move on, you know? Yeah, true. Yeah. And, you know, look at look at Paris, for example, you know, like like she managed to get to the she managed to win the JGT all right she if she stayed in that circle or she stayed in that box that she was once in she would have never done that when i was in prep there was this moment of absolute fear of speaking but now i i speak all the time like no brain i don't even use my brain sometimes when i use my mouth <laughs> and miguel she hit the point she hit the nail and the mark when she said that you have a way of captivating people dude the number of times i said damn i wish i i could be like miguel but yeah yeah this you really do have this thing in you man where you speak and you got people's attention already something i wish i had since day one but you 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 got that man you got that Oh, way to boost the ego, guys. Way to boost the ego. But then, oh. <laughs> on, a, on a regular tone, on a regular tone, uh, I think oh, wow. all of us, all of us have like talents that we don't see, but then other people see. So I think that's another thing. Just don't be too harsh on yourself. And the thing with the naysayers, it, that's like a big thing. Do not let anyone get in your way. Like, not let anyone stop you. And I think this applies to. A lot of fields, but then especially in the field of business, because I know that there are many students out there who are trying to start up a business or like trying to start art commissions, and they think they couldn't handle the problems that they would face. So, what advice could you give to them? Well, definitely, as somebody who is quite interested in both business and art, I would say that it's important to just focus on yourself. My parents always tell me that. The great, your greatest competitor is yourself. And if you keep looking at other people's bowls, you're never going to balance anything in your own life. So by focusing on how you can improve yourself, how to structure your time management skills, how to organize your life, if you keep focusing on how you can make yourself better, It could really put things to perspective, you know. Cut it like a salami. If you eat it whole, it's just way too maalat. It's maalat. Kaya you have to himay himayin lang, de ba? And if you do that, you have that mentality that even though you're going really slow, you're slicing it in small, thin slices. You're gonna make it. You focus on yourself. You see other people chopping on big slices there. Just leave them be. Focus on what you're doing. Balance it the way that fits you, your personality, and your style. And I think you'll make it. I completely agree with your concept, Alex. You know, I, like I, you know, here's the thing. My bro, he he's incredible, right? He's incredible in a lot of things. But I learned the hard way to not compare myself to him anymore. I used to compare myself. It didn't really go good. I always got a little angry with myself. Ah, I'm a failure. I always told myself. But after I stopped doing that, I really learned. I learned. I lent in to what I figured out I was good at, and I began to become happy. I began achieving my goals. I used to want to be a lawyer simply because there's law in the family, right? But now I want to be a lawyer because I can be a lawyer. I have the speaking ability to do it. 
And now my goals seem a lot closer than they ever were. If you're struggling to achieve your goal, sometimes it's good to ask yourself, why am I struggling? Is it because of my mind? Is it because of other people? Am I listening to other people? Am I not listening to other people? Just uh, examine again you. Examine your surroundings and think to yourself, hey, am I doing this right? It's a difficult thing to do. But those moments of self-reflection are very important. You cannot underestimate them. And so that would be my advice. Yeah. And I think think to always keep in mind that no one can stop you other than yourself. The only person that can really like stop you is that person who's like thinking like for you, which is you. Oh, I think it's René Descartes. So I think he said you I think therefore I am. I'm pretty sure that's him. So Yep, that's, that's him. thank you. Oh my god. Yeah. Like, imagine if I got that wrong. <laughs> Don't worry. But um uh, yeah. That if you think like therefore you are like just that. If you think it then you can do it. Like no one can stop you. Well, I understand the pain that we all share about being in an Asian household. There's this certain expectation that we should follow in this very similar path as our parents. And I don't fully agree with the American slogan of doing you always following your passion. Because if you think about it in a broader perspective, that could be deemed as self-serving sometimes. So I guess life really, it's all about compromise. You have to find that special balance that special that special place where you feel like you're doing something that you like and at the same time you're not completely neglecting your responsibilities in the family but i guess there is quite a thin line there and that topic is still subject to some tons of interpretations and yeah i guess it's really situational but at the end of the day the best balance is to do something that you like and do something that fills in all of your responsibilities. And whenever you feel like giving up towards that goal, I think it's really important to note that nobody ever got anywhere by just, as cliche as it is, just giving up in the middle, you know? exactly. We hope that everyone had an enjoyable time listening to this episode of Judy Nights On Air. And I would once again like to remind everyone of the activities and events that the Student Council has planned for us this Student Nights Month. Once again, I am Miguel Dimeisip. I've been Jude Aliaga. Don't be shy. Don't be afraid. Live your life. And I'm Paris D. And to all those who are shy to showcase their talents, know that we believe in you and you should believe in yourself. Just do it and don't forget. Jude Nights Month is the month for you. And thank you for listening. Bye. Thank you. See ya.